Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody. Or I should say, good evening. It is I, Rob Zakari. It's the Rob Zakari Show. Yes, it is evening here on the 30th of March, and we are burning through this month. And yes, I still sound horrible. I've been fighting a cold all week. And it's been very, very, very difficult. And what I mean by that is I have a newborn child and active with my newborn child. I I I feed them and I change them and I, I, I do those things helping my girlfriend. Of course, she handles about 90 Five percent of that, but I'm involved. It's been definitely difficult to not get close because I don't want to get the newborn sick. But at times I have to help out, so I hold the child with both hands far, far away from me. I almost have to wear uh, the Asian masks. You know what I mean. You ever see the Asians walking down the street and they got the masks on? And you wonder, what the hell are they doing? What do they, what do they got? Never mind the, the rest of us. What do they got? Why are they wearing a mask as they're walking down Broadway or Santa Monica? Something's up. But it's been difficult. It's been difficult. All right, enough of that. Oh. We'll see how long we could go tonight because it's uh, definitely been a uh, – it's been tough. But I can't let my listeners down. Oh, no. So where do we begin? There's so many things. You've got uh, fake outrage from uh, liberal. well, it's always from liberals. But you got fake outrage over Mike Pence. Who's <laughs> Mike Pence, who says, eh, I prefer not to uh, go out to dinner alone with a woman. And liberals are losing their minds. <laughs> They're losing their minds. They're literally losing their minds. Oh, my God, I can't believe him and his wife have a relationship like that. It, it reminds me of... Of, of of the very people that they condemn Islam and the way, what, 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 stop, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> stop, 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 you dirty, douchey liberals. So we got Pence. We got, of course, the leaker. It's funny because the gateway pundit. Got it right again. Remember, the Gateway Pundit uh, has just been added to the White House uh, briefing room. And the left lost their minds. Oh, they're a conspiracy site. They're crazy. And they've been getting uh, story after story right. And the only thing that the left can go after the Gateway Pundit about is Hillary Clinton suffering from epileptic seizures or brain damage? Which, remember, Karl Rove started that years ago. 
and not just out of the wear. But she's wearing them big giant glasses. She's she's hitting her head. She's standing at the nine eleven memorial. The husband there, Bill's saying, Oh yeah, it happens a lot. Well, kind of a lot. Well, not really a lot. Sometimes, um, when she gets tired, what? What are you talking about? You, you, you stuttering tard. I I swear, Bill Clinton deep down inside didn't want her to win. I, I I swear deep down inside he was so happy that Trump won. That's why I think he did these little things. That, that caused an uproar, but they were subtle. Like the stumbling and mumbling about her having um, feigning spells on more than one occasion. Or when he said the Obamacare, the, it's, just, it's, just, it's just crazy. The whole thing is just crazy. Just those little things where you're like, what? So we got the leaker, Gateway Pundit. They nailed it weeks ago. They said Kate Walsh was the leaker. Kate Walsh was the leaker. She was a never-trumper. She was a uh, Priebus underling. So she was what Priebus, when he was running the Republican committee there. And she's the leaker. She got fired today. Now, they didn't say she got fired because she was the leaker. You got to put two and two together. You got to go back to stories from the Gateway Pundit and other sites, Breitbart, Where people said, Kate Walsh cannot be trusted. And I never understood this in the first place. Why Trump would let never Trumpers work in that administration. And by letting the never Trumpers work in that administration, what did they think would happen now? I get it. You need a staff, and politics is politics. So what people say on the campaign trail or during the heat of the primaries isn't necessarily how it is once everything's over. But, but, the never-Trumpers were vicious. They, They went above and beyond the heat of the campaign. They went above and beyond. Oh, I back this candidate, so I'm going to be against Trump. Or I backed this candidate, and I'm going to be against, you know, Rubio. What? They went above and beyond. It was never Trump. It was, I'll vote for Hillary before I vote for Trump. There's not one redeemable quality that Trump has to make me vote for him. That was a Kate Walsh. Now, I'm not going to say it's Trump's fault, per se, although the buck stops at him. 
And I'm sure he got reassurance from people like Priebus, establishment types. Oh, they're all good. Don't worry. They're on the team now. They're on the team. Don't worry about it. They're on the team. So Trump, being new to the system, trusted Priebus. And lo and behold, every story that talked about sources that were printed by the New York Times, authored by Maggie Haberman, were Kate Walsh leaks. Kate Walsh and Maggie Haberman are buddies. They're tea party buddies. And I'm not talking about tea party, the group. I'm talking about, let's go have some tea. Let's gossip. Oh, Maggie, let me tell you what's going on today. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you what happened last week. Oh, my gosh. All of that inside stuff was Kate Walsh. And people like the Gateway Pundit called it. They said, Kate Walsh is the rat. In the political world, it's leakers. In the common folk world, they're rats. Kate Walsh is the rat. And when that information came out, about the uh, two uh, White House officials that let uh, David uh, Nunez in, or Nunez, to read that intel information. And the New York Times ran with that story. It's Kate Walsh. Do you notice? That Kate Walsh got fired the exact same time that that store ran in the New York Times. Obviously, this was the old school, let's get so-and-so information does, we'll know they're the rat. Because they're the only ones that we're going to give this information to. This was old school, old, this was high, this was grammar school, old school. This was the two or three kids going, how the hell do these secrets keep getting out? How does so-and-so know this? How, what are we going to do? Okay, this is what we'll do. I, so let's just see, so, and they give him the story. And then Bob runs and blasts it. And before you know it, people are whispering it through the halls. And then the two or three kids that orchestrated it know Bob's the rat. And then they take Bob in the bathroom and give him an effing beating. That's what they did to Kate Walsh. They always knew she was the rat. But they couldn't pinpoint it. 
or they weren't ready to pinpoint it. Because I'm telling you, Priebus is next to go. Priebus is next to go. And he's another rat. Priebus is next to go. This is the house cleaning. This is the house cleaning. This is the house cleaning. And a lot of this had to be done to make sure Trump got the nomination. Let me explain. Remember, at the end of the day, end of the day, when Trump had the, 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 the <laughs> when, when Trump was in the primary, this seems so long ago now, it's like, blah, blah. And he was getting the delegates. You had Cruz and you had Kasich not wanting to get out. And the tradition was always, if you could not mathematically get the delegates, you got out. Game, well, if I stay in, person at the top will be able to get all delegates. And then we'll go to the convention. And then we'll fight. We'll get people to flip. Like I said, what, nine months ago when this is going on. Technically, what Kasich and Cruz were doing could have been done with Romney and Gingrich and Santorum. The two and three guy could have took it all the way to the convention. The only reason Romney got the votes that he got that put him over the top, that put him at the threshold, is because everybody got out, cleared the way, and then all the rest of the states were uncontested. He got the votes he needed. Delegate. So all Trump had had to say, okay, yeah, Rent, I'm going to bring you in. Remember, Spicer came in. Part of that deal was Rents and Spicer. I mean, you heard all the names that were being thrown around. They were talking about Kimberly Gafoyle as a White House press secretary. Trump would have been better off with Kimberly. A girl, some big knockers, nice big hair, a lawyer. Teddy Ed Spicer. And I like Spicer. I like the combative Spicer. I like angry Spicer. I like that. But obviously, these were things Trump had to do to make sure there wasn't a big cluster F at that convention. Just like when he brought Manafort on. Remember, Manafort wasn't there that long. The whole concept of bringing Manafort in was because there was going to be a delegate fight. And Manafort has history in the delegate fights. He had history before 
whipping delegates and getting all of those delegates on board and making deals. And been there. Corey Lewinowski hadn't. But Manafort wasn't there that long. Yeah, he was there more than a month, but he wasn't there that long. He came in right at the end. He came in right at the end to make sure Trump locked up the nomination. But then he was gone. He wasn't there for the general. He wasn't there for the meat. He came in at the end of the primary. So Trump had to do those to get these people to make sure everything went smooth. Now, once he became president, you can't get rid of all these people that you promised or you worked out deals with. So you now got to go to their position. Part of the establishment. Icer. Ryan. They're all part of that establishment. They're all part of those never Trumpers. I mean, Priebus played it more down the middle because that's what he had to do. He wasn't a Wasserman Schultz. But deep in his heart, he was a never Trumper. He didn't want Trump. None of them did. But there were some that were way more vocal, like Kate Walsh. Now, Bannon doesn't like these people. Breitbart hates Paul. Hates them. People in the beginning. And now what you're seeing is the purge. Now what you're seeing is legitimately cleaning, draining, scrubbing, and dumping the swamp. So when they gave that information to Walsh, And she ran to Hageman. And Haberman wrote the New York Times article. Trump and Bannon were able to go, aha, got her. And you know Priebus is sweating it. Because Priebus knew the entire time that Walsh was feeding Haberman. And Glenn Trust, he knew it. He knew it. So they got her. And bang, reassigned. They basically moved her to a super PAC. A super PAC that will be promoting policy initiatives by the Trump administration. Basically doing what Priorities USA was doing for 
Obama and, 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 and Clinton and all those super PACs. So that's what she wanted to do. So they let her go gracefully. And of course, CNN or MSNBC, they're not going to talk about why she was really fired because then you would bury Maggie Haberman. You would bury the media. You would bury the Democrats. But now they know Haberman is the person that's getting all the leaked information. Walsh has been feeding it to her. And next to go will be Freebus. Mark my words. He's a rat bastard. He's only there because he had to be there. Had to be there. Part of the deal, my friends. Part of the deal. And you know what's funny is this whole thing has been orchestrated right from the beginning. You know, it's amazing to me, never Trumpers, the media, Democrats, all think the Trump White House is a bunch of bumbling, stumbling retards, like keystone politicians. This has all been planned. Every aspect that's going on is strategic. You don't become President of the United States with the least amount of money, the least amount of ad spent. Hell, the least amount of detailed policy proposals. Talk about fake news when when you talk about Russian hacking. We said it on the show before. If the Democrats are saying that Russians putting out Hillary Clinton's emails and exposing her and John Podesta as colluding with the media and her staff not liking Chelsea Clinton. If they're saying that turned voters off, well, then what the hell did two weeks straight of Donald Trump grabbing girls by the vaginas do? I mean, what you're saying is people despised Hillary Clinton that much more than a guy who grabs girls by their vaginas. I mean, just think about that for a minute. Think, just think about
about that. And we're going to get to that concept after this. Okay, we're going to get to that concept after this. Just don't go away. Don't go away. (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But to think what Trump and them are doing in the White House is just, you know, bumbling and stumbling, it's it's ludicrous. I mean, it really is. It's ludicrous. You don't go through a, a, a what, nine-month primary and, and knock Jeb Bush out. You don't do the things that Trump did because you're stupid, because you're not strategic, because you don't have a plan. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I mean, I even seen one uber left Democrat. Like, you can't get more left Democrat than Chris Matthews. Actually say, hey, you don't get this far in the primaries and in the general election if you're a dummy and you, and you don't know what you're doing. Maybe one or two wins or, or, or one or two good you know, uh, uh, showings, okay, or or a uh, or uh, a debate, luck, but you don't go this far if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have a good strategy. Well, the same has to be said for the White House. You can't then go see governing is a lot harder. Trump doesn't know what he's doing. Don't you lose? No. No, that's not the case. Strategically, Trump knows exactly what he's doing. Bannon knows exactly what he's doing. You got to remember something. Not only does Trump and the administration, his core group, not only does he have the Democrats against him, not only does he have the media against him, but he's got people in the Republican Party against him. I mean, I know I'll repeat myself, but remember what it must feel like for people like McCain and Lindsey Graham and Rand Paul, just these career politicians, the Joe Scarboroughs, career politicians who from the time they got out of high school or the military and then college, their goal was eventually to become the president of the United States. Like I've said before, you don't get into politics going, I'm happy if I'm just a state legislator. Ultimately, you have visions of grandeur. I'm going to be the president one day. Yes. And they work and they, they study and they propose ideas and how to speak and what to say. And they wait in line. They get their turn. Like John McCain, 65 years old, 70 years old, 75 years old. And they fail and they come up short. And here comes Trump, the billionaire from New York City. First time running for anything, destroys all of them. 
destroys every single one of them. You know how pissed off they got to be? You know how angry they got to be? So he's got to deal with them. He's got to deal with them. And don't forget, Trump opened the floodgates for every other celebrity and personality to go, hmm, maybe I'll run for president. Which buries the McCain's and the Lindsey Graham's and the Elizabeth Warren's and the Cory Booker's, buries them. Just imagine right now, Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren are like, okay, all right, so who's I'll be at the top of the ticket. You be at the bottom of the ticket. The black guy and the, uh, you know, woman. Yeah, all right, yeah. Imagine Oprah Winfrey coming along. Oh, I think I'm going to run. I'm going to be a Democrat. Goodbye, Cory Booker. Goodbye, Elizabeth Warren. So Trump's got them all. They're all just... Losing their minds. So this is the purge. Kate Walsh is the start purge. She's the rat leaker that was set up weeks ago. But the culmination is the Nunez uh, uh, files. Because think about what happened. So, you got the Trump tweet. Now, obviously, when Trump tweeted that, again, he knew stuff. The media wants you to believe he was just sitting around in his bathrobe, playing with his balls. He's like, well, I'm going to tweet. Obviously, he saw information. Obviously, He saw surveillance being done on him that didn't involve the Russians. Obviously, he saw stuff that would constitute tapping my wires. Because remember, tapping my wires, Obama. Like we've said before, anything in any department that happens... When Obama was president, Obama, no different than anything that happens in any department under Trump is Trump. A soldier gets killed in Yemen on a raid, Trump's fault. Even though he's not the military, military comes to him and they say, we got a great plan. He goes, "Uh, okay, I trust you guys. You're the military experts. So if the intel community and the Justice Department are surveilling Trump and they're doing those types of things, that's Obama, okay? Enough with insulating Obama in this bubble. Fast and furious, not Obama's fault, okay? Hell, it's not even Eric Holder's fault. Just a bunch of other rogue employees of the Justice Department. IRS, not Obama's fault. Just a bunch of rogue IRS agents. Nothing's Obama's fault. 
all the, the all the, the 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 race tensions and un- not Obama's fault. It's like who's been president for eight years? You got all all this this these kill Chicago. You got not not Obama's fault. Okay, so obviously Trump got the information. He looked at some paperwork. Dan looked at it and they went, holy Jesus. Wow. So Trump tweeted. That got the ball rolling. Got the media losing their minds. Because they started doing the whole, what is. Even play the game. When Schiff said, did anybody, did Obama spy on Trump and and Comey referenced the tweet. He didn't reference anything else. He said in reference to the tweet. Because if you play the game and reference the tweet, Obama wiretap, tapping Trump's wires... You can honestly say, oh, that didn't happen. Obama didn't don a mask. He didn't go and do an OJ. But if Trump tweeted differently and the question was framed differently, you would have gotten a different answer from Comey. You would have gotten either, well, I can't really comment which, aha, or Comey would have had to admit, well, there was surveillance. So this ball got rolling, and let's not forget what happened on MSNBC. And again, the night it broke on Gateway Pundit, we talked about it. Now everybody's talking about it. But Gateway Pundit and us talked about it first. That's the advantage of doing a night show. We get that night news, that breaking stuff that then is for the morning. We get it at night. I still wish the show was on in the morning sometimes, but neither here nor there. Neither here neither here nor there. So that all got the ball rolling. So now Nunez goes to the White House, or he goes to a building off the White House, and he gets shown the information. Again, the more the Democrats push the Russian hacking story, the more they expose themselves because there's no evidence whatsoever any Russians hacked into the machines, changed votes, intimidated people from going to the voting booths, changed out voting booth paper ballot. None of that. All they have is what is called trolls and people pumping out misinformation which last time I checked that's not illegal that's not illegal pumping out misinformation 
It's not illegal. Or what you think is misinformation. It's not illegal. In this country, there's free press and free speech. You could create anything you want. You could say anything you want. And that's all the Democrats have. The more they keep poking and prodding, the more they're exposing themselves. The more you see stories that talk about wiretapping in the New York Times, surveillance, sources in the intelligence community, the more you have to go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who's saying this stuff? Where's wiretap? And that's what started to happen. Again, it's not an accident. This all is not an accident. I mean, if you really think about it, if you really think about it, and the inner workings of this administration, I'm talking about Bannon's. Millers, they despise Obama. They despise Obama's agenda. They despise his administration. What you're seeing is a systematic destruction of the Obama administration. What you're seeing is the Obama administration starting to go down in flames. When that girl, what's her name, uh, um, Fokker, Fluker, when she went on MSNBC and said, yeah, yeah, we were gathering much information. as we go, And we got more on her because she's not running around going, whoa, I'm a victim of fake news. That's f- fake news. Hey, retard. All the reports that are coming out are just relaying what you said. When we talked about it on our show, we read exactly the transcript as she said it. That's not fake news. Farkas, that's it. Farkas. Thank you, guys. That's not fake news. But we'll get to that in a few. Let me finish my little scenario about how the administration, how Trump and Bannon, they're not re You don't just stumble into the White House and beat political machines like Clinton and Bush. This has all been planned from the beginning. When they were doing their transition and Bannon said, oh, we really ought to have Priebus. And Trump went, just for a little bit. We just got to deal with them. It's the deal I made. Then we'll get rid of them. We just, we just got to deal with them now. Uh, what about so-and-so? What about Walt? Don't worry. We, this, this is... We got to deal with it. Then we'll get rid of them. All right. All right. So the two Intel guys 
up at the White House. They show Nunez the information. He does the press conference. Now everyone, what? What's going on? Well, what's happening? Press is in a just a frenzy. Oh, I th- this was this was all these were lies. These this was just cover for for Trump. This is a, and then Trump and Bannon they let it build, let it build, let it build. Because remember, they've been saying, oh. It's all fake. It's fake. It's BS. It's all BS. There is nothing. There is no there, there. It's BS. It's just cover for Trump. More stalling for Trump. More. That's all it is. And what did they do? They leaked to Walsh, the two guys that gave Nunez the information. So now the information exists. She tells Haberman. Haberman runs right away, writes a story about it. And then not only does Trump, Bannon, and the crew not only do they have their rat, but then they put out word to the rest of the Intel chair, the Schiff and the rest of them. Hey, come on up to the White House. Come on up. We want to show you guys the information. Which now forces them to go up and look at the information that the media has been saying was all BS. Now this information really exists. Now Schiff and the rest of them are all going to look at all of the paperwork that shows the Obama administration doing what they were doing, unmasking, leaking. Remember, the reporters are freaking out Because by doing what they did, they broke the law. Now, nobody ever prosecutes reporters, even though you can. But nobody ever does. But these reporters, they they know that the Trump administration will prosecute them. No, this administration is doing things that legally you're supposed to do. But everybody just ignores it. Kind of like the whole immigration debate. What Trump is doing is legal. If you're here illegally, you can be deported. If you break the law of any kind, you're really deported. But it's always been, well... Traffic tickets, jaywalking, shoplifting, cheating on government forms. Ah, those are all slaps on the wrist. We'll only deport you if you're raping, murdering, molesting kids. Well, Trump comes along and goes, 
No. If you break the law, you're getting deported. No, what? Oh, my God. All Trump is doing is exactly what the law says. So when you have reporters playing this game of leak, and these reporters are doing what they're doing, technically they're breaking the law, and they can be prosecuted. And they know Trump will go, hey, look at this section of the law. You broke it. You could say, in the interest of the people, well, that doesn't get you out of breaking the law. Release my tax returns. You broke the law. So these reporters are freaking out. Because during the course of all of this investigation, all these sources are going to get revealed. When they grab the people that leaked, your face X amount of years. You put out classified information. You're going to jail. So you could either give us the story, tell us exactly how you did it, who was involved, give us everything. Or rot in jail for as long as we could put you in there. Okay, okay, here's here's what happened. So this is what I would do. And then I would tell and then Glenn Thrust would come over. And then Maggie Amber. And then I would do this. And then they would say, okay, thank you. You're still going to jail, but you won't go as long as we would have normally put you up. So now the Democrats, Schiff and them, are going to go up there and they're going to see all this information. They're going to see all of this intel. And the Republicans that are on that committee are going to see that intel. And Nunez is going to go, see? See? Told you. Okay, you guys don't like the way I went about it, but if I didn't go about it this way, we wouldn't be in this position right now. And the Republicans on that panel are going to go and shift that little creep, that little creep. He's just going to be like, oh, God, oh, we've opened up the biggest Pandora's box. Because remember, all of this stuff wouldn't be getting opened if it wasn't for the Democrats and this constant Trump collude. Okay, in the beginning. Fine, guys. You did your job. You 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 delegitimized Trump's presidency with a certain section of people, just like Trump and the other birthers did with a certain section of people who believe Obama is a dirty, filthy Arab Muslim who wasn't born in the United States of America. Touche. Now let's move on and govern. Let's fight on the floor. Let, let's, let's fight, you know, battling and, and, and horse trade. Let's... But they didn't. They were seeing all of these wacko Democrats running around in the street and, and, and with masks and breaking Starbucks windows and resistance, resistance. And they were seeing one 
mass marches, and they were seeing people engaged in the Democrat Party that they've never seen before. Now, these people vote for Democrats, but they've just never been engaged. They've never had Ashley Judd standing up going, yeah, I'm a bitch, yeah, yeah. But Ashley Judd has donated to the Democrats, and then she's voted Democrats. She's just never gone up and made a spectacle of herself. But in the Democrats' mind, they're going, oh, my God, we've got a movement. We've got to keep this Russian hacking. Look at late-night TV. Oh, my God. And then a couple of the districts are getting money. So you've got these activists pushing people who normally donate, but they're getting them fired up to where they're like Scientologists. You got to give us more money. You got to give us more money. If you don't give us more money. So normally these people do donate $100 to their local congressman. But now they're so fired up with Russians, Russians, Russians. They're like, how much can I give you? I can give you. Oh, my God. I'm going to eat cat food for a month. Here's more money. So it's not like they're creating Democrats. They're not creating voters. Just like skimming that milk. I mean, you heard Howard Dean. Howard Dean came out and said, if the Democrats don't fill a bus, they're never going to get another dime. It's all about just milking that cream, getting that cream. But in doing so, they're opening themselves up exactly what's going on with Schiff and Nunez or Nunez and Walsh and Haberman. You've got so many people exposed because the Trump administration's going, all right, so you don't want to let this up. So you want to keep playing games? No problem. Here's what we're going to do. When normally you go tit for tat in the beginning and then it all ends. And then it all ends. It's business as usual. Filibuster here, nuclear option there. You got Democrats pushing a lot of nothing. And Trump is pushing a lot of something. And the Democrats think, oh, they got the gold mine. But they don't. They've just fired up their base that's always been with them. But they're just giving them more money. Again, if you don't know anything about Scientology, read up on it. They get you as a member, and you're buying the book, and you're buying the courses and then they keep banging away at you and you keep forking out money and more money and more money and they get you fired up and if you're an actor they're going to make you a star to the point where you're 50, 60 they had you in the beginning all these Democrats have been with them They just haven't been digging deep into their pockets 
and going hungry because they're all, like I said, they're in a frothy lather of insanity. Listen, Michael Moore has always been a liberal, old hipster douchebag. Bill Maher has always been an old liberal hipster douchebag giving a million dollars to Obama. Now, they're just riled up. They're riled up right now. If you went to Bill Maher, the Democrats went to Bill Maher and said, Bill, here's the thing. We know we can get Trump out. We know. Look. Look at this. Look at that. We need $2 million. Bill Maher will cut them a check for $2 million right now. Have you ever seen Michael Moore more out there than he has now? Exactly. So Democrats are just doing this because it's drumming up business. It's not new business. It's already business that's there. And in the meantime, they've opened themselves up to what eventually is going to be the downfall of a lot of Obama administration officials. It won't touch Obama. You know, Obama's from Chicago. He's not a he's not Rob Boyganovich. You're never going to have Obama on tape going, this is what I you to do. They just do it because they know that's what Obama would want. like the old gangster, the Chin Giganti. All the people had to do was look at one of the associates and just touch their chin. They knew what that meant. If you get a visit from Valerie Jarrett, if you get a visit from Valerie Jarrett, okay, or Valerie Jarrett's assistant. Remember, Valerie Jarrett is living in Obama's house right now. Okay, in Washington, D.C. If you're sitting there in the intel community, you know, you're a, you're a, a lifelong Democrat. Someone goes, oh, uh, Bob Schmo or whoever it is, Valerie Jarrett's assistant is here to see you. And that assistant says, we need to preserve all of this intel. And... It might not be such a bad idea. Some of this intel made its way to, uh, you know, uh, Yabberman, you know, a couple of uh, people that are friendly. Well, uh, uh, in order to do that, I would have to kind of take these whiteout marks and unmask. Really? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, that would be the only way. Huh. Never thought about that. Well, you know what? I'm not saying for you to do it, but if it happened, might not be a bad thing. Okay, well, I got to go now. Well, everybody in that chain knows exactly who it came from, but no one's ever going to be able to say, Obama told me to unmask. No one. So it's going to be a lot of people around the 
Obama administration, not Obama himself, but it will still disgrace his administration. It will still disgrace him because people will go, come on, of course he knew, of course he ordered it, of course, mark my words, Trump and the crew are not dumb. You don't become the president of the United States and destroy the establishment because you're just a, a village idiot who happens to go into the presidency. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari. Show. We're going to take a quick break. Don't be little previses, okay? Just relax. Get back, and we're going to talk about today, the Senate hearing, which was, again, uh, it, it was... I want to say it was comical, but it, it, it's it's beyond painful. Okay, it's beyond pain. It's it, just a quick break, guys. It's just a, a one. It's it's just to have a break in the in the radio feed. Just relax for a minute. <coughs> and I want to have orange juice. I'm dying here. All right. Hillary Clinton hot sauce. We'll be right back. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Ugh. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. not, no, seriously, hot sauce. I've been, I've been. Hot sauce, she said. A lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down. A I need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. It wasn't that long. It was just a way to have a break. So when this is picked up, and they can insert commercials into it, there's a break point. <sighs> All right, so the new, I'm going to get to the, uh, the the Senate game today, but the new news, which I'll be interested to, to, to see what the shakeout on this. Now, some people are calling it fake news. Some people are saying, it's real news. Story is National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, is willing to testify before federal and congressional investigators in their ongoing probe into the Russian meddling in the U.S. elections, but only if he is granted immunity. That's the story. Now, of course, people are saying, oh, Trump is done. Trump is done. It's over for Trump. It's over. He knows all the secrets. Flynn knows where all the bodies are buried. Goes on to say, General Flynn certainly has a story to tell, and he has a very much wants to tell it, should the circumstances permit. No reasonable person who has the benefit of advice from counsel would submit to questioning in such a highly politicized witch hunt environment without assurance against unfair prosecution. Robert Kellner, Flynn's lawyer, said in a statement late Thursday. Now, this is coming from the Wall Street Journal. 
Okay? This is from the Wall Street Journal. Now, what does it mean? That's the question. What does it mean? Like I said, everybody on the left saying, oh, he's got the goods. He's got the goods. Now, I think, I think, if this is legit, Flynn just doesn't want to be taken through the ringer. Say the wrong thing. And now all of a sudden he's up on perjury. Then he goes to jail. I mean, you see what they did to Jeff Sessions. Here's Al Franken talking about a dossier. Here's Al Franken talking about, you know, golden showers, because that's what was in the dossier. And then he slides in. So have you ever talked to uh, uh, any uh, Russians? Sessions is like, no. I mean, aha, you talked to the Russian ambassador. Well, that's the Russian ambassador. I mean, we all talk to the Russian ambassador. That fat prick is roaming around through Capitol Hill every day. He's at the White House 22 times. We all talk to the Russian ambassador. But you're talking about dossier. You're talking about golden showers. You're talking about uh, guys that look like Ivan Drago from Rocky Four with furry black hats. No, we're not. We were talking about any Russian. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Okay. You got me. So I think Flynn just doesn't want to be in a position where he says this, Al Franken says that, and all of a sudden everybody's going, oh, you're going to jail. I mean, he saw what happened to Betrayus. Somehow Betrayus did exactly what Hillary Clinton did. He, Petraeus did a combination of Hillary Clinton and Bill because it involved top secret information, I guess you could say it, or classified information, and it involved a mistress. He had the best of both Clinton worlds, and he got prosecuted. That son of a bitch almost went to jail. He was shtupping. It's like ostracized from history. Normally what happens in the political world, the girl gets ostracized, never to be heard from again. So here's Flynn going, man, these Democrats, they will, I'll go to jail. They'll put me in jail. I'll say this. They'll twist it to that. But let's wait until the full story comes out. Okay? Let's wait until the full story comes out. The House Intelligence Committee saying they haven't received any requests requests from, uh, from Flynn yet. The Senate is declining to comment, but the House Intelligence is saying, we haven't gotten anything. So we don't know where this immunity letter, where, where, where this is coming from. We, we haven't gotten this yet. And then you got 
Carter Page, Manaford, and Stone all saying, we'll testify, and we don't need immunity. So, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Flynn's got the goods on Obama people. Wondering if Flynn's got some goods on some Obama people. I'm telling you guys, like I said in the last segment, what was really supposed to just be a tit for tat. All right, you started birther movement. You got a whole bunch of people who think Obama's a Muslim and he was born in Kenya. Now we're going to discredit you and do the same thing to you with the Russians, but ultimately we're going to let it die because we got nothing and we're just going to do tip. And now it turned into this whole snowball. And I equate it to that sitcom or, or that hour sick, whatever it is, that TV show that starts with a lie. To get out of something really innocuous. Lie goes to two lies. To three lies. And it involves four people. Eight people. And at the end of the episode. There's so much drama. And there's so much mayhem. All because the person didn't want to go to dinner. With an individual. Or they forgot to get somebody a Christmas present. And now you got feelings hurt. You got relationships that can't be repaired. That's like what's going on now. This is snowballing on the Democrats, and it's much out of control. Three's Company, someone said. Yes, it is. It's it's like Three's Company episode, but it's snowballed out of control. I mean, nobody said, if you're going to take Flynn, and you're going to take Manafort, Page, and and uh, and and Carter, and Kushner, the son-in-law. If you're going to take all of them and put them and, and line them up, out of that crew, Flynn is the furthest on the totem pole of closeness to Trump. You know, when you hear left going, oh, they got the good. See, they, he's got the good. Listen, out of that crew, Flynn is the least of that crew that Trump was. All right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go tell the oligarchs that I'll do this if they deposit $78 billion into Flynn's the last person. On that totem pole. He's the last person. He was never that close to Trump. He was never ever that close to Trump. Ever. Manafort and Stone. Were closer to Trump. Even though Stone got fired or quit. Early on. He's known Trump for 20 years. They're closer to Trump would have been more likely to go to them two and say, all right, have the Russian oligarchs park the 
the, the yacht next to me, the positive thing that would need immunity would be Manafort, Page, and Stone. But they're like, we don't want immunity. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk. Come on, Schiff, you creep. Bring it. Come on, bring it. Come on, Burr, bring it. You ain't got nothing. It ain't Flynn. Flynn ain't got the goods. And he be a rat? Would Flynn be a rat? Would he be a Henry Hill? This decorated general? Seriously, would, would, would he be a, a just a rat? I mean, this is an old school. This is an old school military guy. This is the guys. He's part of the of the, the old school military. They're like waterboarding. That ain't torture. We would waterboard each other just so we knew what we could expect possibly if we were kidnapped. Waterboarding. That's for pussies. Would this guy be a rat? If Flynn had the goods, is he that weak? Is is he that much of a pussy? Where he's like, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna tell you everything. Oh please, I'm gonna. Was he a prog? Is that what he? He's a. He's gonna be. He, he, come, are you kidding? I, I believe it. I I don't believe it. And, and, what did he do that was illegal? Because anything that was illegal, okay, and we're talking like real illegal, like serious illegal, not like sharing information with your gumata, okay? Like treasonous, illegal, penalty, that type there's nothing he could flip. Like they, they would already, they would have already went after him. They would have already went at. He would have already been whisked away. I'm telling you, Flynn is part of the bigger Trump Bannon administration to bring down the Obama administration and the rest of the bureaucrats and the deep state holdovers. That's what the Flynn thing is about. That's why everybody's kind of freaking out. Because what's he going to say? What does he know? What does he know? And again, if he had the goods, if he had the smoking gun on Donald Trump, okay, if he had that smoking gun, Trump and the crew would have already done everything in their power to make sure it is set up to not be a rat snitch. 
when you're talking about a billionaire, when you're talking about a billionaire, money, money is a very, very, very big thing to someone like Flynn, who's out in Russia giving speeches. Doing whole, uh, you know, uh, consulting for Turkey. I mean, you've seen those stories. You don't even know if part of this is part of that story. Nobody knows if it's not. That Flint was possibly involved in the planning a black ops operation go and kidnap exiled Turkish um, cleric or whatever the hell he was who's living in like Kansas or somewhere and 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 bring them back to Turkey so Edron could hang them. So we don't know. We have no idea. But the funny thing that CNN puts in their story is Democrats, meanwhile, quickly shot around a comment Flynn made last year on MSNBC. And that was, when you are given immunity, that means you probably committed a crime. <sighs> so now, this came out the first day of the Senate. Russia hacking testimony. Now, I wonder why that is. Again, we don't know if this is fake. And I mean by that, You've got two committees saying things, and we'll know more tomorrow. But today, that Senate, whatever you want to call it, I, I literally watched an hour of it. I literally watched an hour of it. And I thought to myself, there's no collusion. There's no collusion. There's no, they're, they're basically saying that Russia was interfering in our elections by putting out misinformation and by doing so, hoping that whoever read that misinformation would believe it, and in turn, it would influence how they voted or how they fought. And I'm thinking, it's a, but Russia's been doing that for eight years? I mean, they've been doing that since 
there's been Russia against the United States. They're telling us that's new. What are they telling us that's new? That Russia is trying to influence. And the funny thing is, Russia, Russia and the the concept of, of, of influencing this country, they've been doing it with Cuba. People, DDs here and still wrong. Castro, we get Castro. We love Castro. Or the other guy, the Chi guy with the with the beret. All the hips douchebags love to wear this shirt. But it, it, it was just amazing. And and I even watched, I even watched one of the senators say. Russia was responsible, and this was amazing. This was astonishing. Russia was responsible for the Hillary Clinton having, you know, Parkinson's or epilepsy or whatever it was when she and had to be thrown into the van. I watched one senator say that was because of Russia. Russia started that story. I mean, at that point, I, I had to turn off the TV. I, I did. I had to turn off the TV. Remember, it wasn't a Russian who, who created that story. And as somebody just said, Russia didn't uh, cause Hillary Clinton speech after speech to have coughing fits. Remember the coughing fits? But remember, Hillary Clinton left the 9-11 memorial. She was waiting to get into a van. There happened to be a person with a cell phone by luck. It was by chance. He wasn't Russian. That wasn't Sputnik videotaping her. They videotaped her. And she, remember CNN, to the media said, there was no stumbling. She passed out. She lost consciousness. And before she hit the ground and her head smacked against the concrete, people grabbed her by the arm. And if you watch the video, her lifeless body is literally three to four inches off the ground because they're carrying her. They then throw her into the back of the van like an old sack of bruised up potatoes. And it whisked her away. That video was captured by an American. It wasn't captured by a Russian. It wasn't captured by Sputnik. It wasn't captured by an illegal. It was captured by an American. They then released that footage, which went viral. And then CNN 
and ABC and MSNBC, they all picked it up. Now, I don't know if that person sold it or however they did it, but they all picked it up. And then, of course, they all edited it how they wanted to. They edited it to make it not look as dramatic as the video was in its entirety. That wasn't Russia. It wasn't Russia. Her coughing on stage wasn't Russia. When she was Secretary of State, her passing out, smacked her head on the ground and being rushed to the hospital and having uh, blood clots in her head. That's not Russia. Her health problems weren't Russia. What did Russia do to why senators say that was uh, uh, the Russian websites putting out this information of her being sick? What are you talking about? American websites from Breitbart to Gateway Pun Daily Caller. They're not Russian websites. Every American on Facebook, every non-American on Facebook, that video was shared. Memes were created. That's not Russia. It's not Russia. It's not Russia. It's absolutely not Russia. And for the Senate, for the Senate Democrats to say, that's Russia. Russia created these websites that said Hillary was sick when it was nothing but a stumble. You want to talk about misinformation. You want to talk about a state-run media. You could go back in time and get every single headline about that incident and every single headline from every media source said Hillary Clinton stumbled while getting into her van. While getting into her van? Are you effing getting me? Talk about missed stumbled while no, she didn't stumble while getting in standing. For, for quite a long time, but she was standing, waiting for the van. And then out of the blue, she passed out. She was caught before she fell, thrown into the van. There is no stumbling getting into the van. That's misinformation. That's a 100% misinformation. That's all the Democrats got. Listen, if there was collusion, if there was hacking by changing votes, we would already have heard. If they got on a wiretap, if they got information that they roll out that shows Roger Stone did A, B, and C, Paul Manafort did A, B, and C, and Trump did E, F, Z, all through the alphabets. Here's bank account information. Here's wire transfers. 
Here's the evidence. These sons of bitches need to be brought up on treason. But they don't. What they got is supermarket tabloids. Except the supermarket tabloid is run by Russia. That's what they're saying. They're saying Russia created a bunch of fake news stories of fake websites and they pumped them out into the World Wide Web, which in turn, the American people fell for those fake websites and fake stories and that in turn influenced them. So they voted against Hillary Clinton. Is that the craziest thing you ever heard? Take Russia out of the mix and replace that. Replace Russia with a team called Rob Zakari Enterprises. Okay? And yes, one of my people, thank you, and, and I was going to say that. One of my people talked about uh, the, the Russian networks they're, they're talking or TR, whatever the hell it is. And they're here in America. That, that fat slob, Ed Schultz, works for one of those Russian shits. Larry King is on one of those. We, we are cable company, uh, RT. Russian Times, our cable companies put their network on television. Cable companies put the Russian television channel on TV. Larry King does a show for Russian. I know, I dropped the mic. I should drop the mic. Our, our Larry King does a show. Uh, uh, Ed Schultz does a show. I mean, it, it, it's, just, it's just lunacy. It's just lunacy. The Democrats are effing lunatics. <clears throat> there was drop the mic moment. Thank you. Lunatics. Hold on. TV on USA. Hold on. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm look I'm I'm he's gonna I thank you. Channel one Russia Worldwide, Direct TV offers the following Russian TV channels in USA. Direct TV, Channel One Russia Worldwide, Dom Kino, Marapiets Pervo Music, Br- Dish Network, NTV America, TV Center International, RTV, and RTV Plus. This is what they're talking about. This is what they're talking about. Ed Schultz, hold on. I'm telling you, man, Democrats, 
I know, and I, and I should have I should have had this set up, and I'm sorry, but I didn't. It's not all fired RT dot com. Okay. RT dot com. That that that's Russian. Ed Schultz is on Russian channel. We did this Russian channel on our cable networks. And the Democrats in the Senate are saying Russia hacked our election because they put misinformation on RT.com and RTGV. Effing kidding me? And information voters, those low information Democrat voters, those okay, those effing dummies. They're watching this going, yeah, yeah. And they don't even know that RT is on in America on, on TV and Dish Network and Charter. Charter. And Americans like Ed Schultz is on this effing channel. And they have no idea. All today was. It was theater for low-information voters. Those low-information voters, okay? Yeah. One of my, exactly, Al Jazeera. Who at one time, Al Gore had a piece of. Hi, yay. Oh, oh, I'm dying here. I'm, I'm sick. My voice is going. And the Democrats, they're making me lose my mind. (laughs) RT. RT was putting out stories, misinformation. America! You effing guys kill me. Stop. Just stop. That's all I want. I want everybody to just stop. Let me go back before I... Let me go back before I lose my... So, (laughs) think about this. Take Russia out of the mix. And instead, the group is called... Rob Zakari Inc. And all we do is we create websites and we create news stories that talk about Hillary Clinton and the Clinton family. That's all we do. And we make, uh, I have ties to uh, uh, the two biggest supermarket chains in the United States. And we make newspapers, and we put those papers every week out on newsstands or on the the supermarket newsstands. 